Today, as we know, is a very important day. One of, if not the most important day, apart from Anzac Day, on our calendar. It is the day that we stop to remember. Please, at 11 o'clock, unless you're actually at a a service, obviously, you will have your phone turned off. But uh, listen to us. We'll have a special Remembrance Day uh, section on the radio. There'll be a moment's silence, as always. And we will remember them, lest we forget. Andrew G, Veterans Affairs Minister. Good morning to you, Andrew. Good morning, Marcus. Good morning to your listeners. And, yeah, it's one of the most significant days on our national calendar and very important, as you said, that we pause and just reflect on the service and sacrifice of all of those men and women who've gone before us and served our nation, including those who've made the ultimate sacrifice through the years. Absolutely. Uh, In regional areas where this program is broadcast to, um, every regional town in Australia has some sort of memorial, whether it's just a a little shrine of remembrance uh, where local uh, people have donated money to have an Anzac uh, remembrance uh, or a, a fallen soldier or whatever it is. Those are is what I what I like to refer to as, you know, important sites. And even today, if you get time, grab yourself a poppy and maybe visit one of these sites and just stand and reflect for a moment. It's a way that you can get involved. It's a very good point, Marcus, that you make with respect to regional Australia. As you say, there wouldn't be a village or a town or a city in the country that doesn't have some form of war memorial. And those memorials were built and started to be constructed even during the war itself, the First World War. Mm. And some of them are large and imposing, like Bathus Carillion, but many are just small, more modest memorials from all of these localities and villages that sent so many to the First World War. We lost over 60,000 lives there. And it's really important, I think, on a day like today, that we reflect on the fact that we are a free and democratic country, but those freedoms were secured through the service and sacrifice of generations of Australians, and we mustn't forget that. And I think it's also important to point out that all of those men and women who've gone before us and given so much for us, they didn't ask for very much in return. In the end, it really came down to just one thing, that we remember them and that we never, ever forget what they did for our country. And that sacred duty and commitment of remembrance now rests with our generation. And in turn and in time, we will pass it on to the next generation. But today is about affirming and fulfilling that sacred duty to remember. And so I agree, if you can just pause for a minute and reflect on all that those men and women have given our country it would be greatly appreciated. Better still, if you can get to one of the many services in your area, many regional uh, areas and communities are having services today now that we're coming out of lockdown. But if you can't get to one, you can watch the national service on TV. But just wherever you are, it might be at your office desk, it might be at home, Mm. it might be at work, just pause and reflect and remember. Yeah, well said, absolutely. As you mentioned, 62,000 servicemen, in particular men, 
some women, and obviously a number of animals, never returned from the battlefields of World War One in particular. Um, you know, we didn't repatriate as many as we would have liked, uh, and they lie in the soil. Um, some never actually fully discovered, uh, but that's why it's so important, uh, as we say, that these remembrance places in regional areas of, of the state and in our big cities are, uh, you know, a, a really good way of just standing and remembering and, and laying uh, flowers or buying a poppy for those who have fallen. Yeah, very well said, Marcus. And that national commitment of remembrance never ceases. And just in the last few days, we've had word that we've discovered and been able to identify the resting place of one of our diggers, Lieutenant James Kennedy, who was lying in an unnamed grave in France. And his, his body was originally discovered in 1925, but no one was able to identify him. But he has now been identified because when he fell, he was wearing his Boer War ribbon. Yeah. And he's now been identified. I spoke to his grandson, Mark, just last week, and they were very grateful and very mm. emotional. And I think it says a lot about our country that we're still doing that 103 years after the war ended, we're still doing that and fulfilling that sacred duty to remember. And in that case, yeah, um, that, that it, it was a love story because uh, James Kennedy met his wife, Lottie, uh, on, on a troop ship um, and they got married. She was working as a nurse there. They had a son, Bruce. Um, he was wounded, uh, went back to the UK and then went back to the front and he never got to see his wife, Lottie, um, or his son, um, and again, and it was just very tragic. And yeah. those stories, um, they fill our, our nation's um, history books, but I think it speaks to the fact that we honour the fallen and we never forget that service and sacrifice, and that's why it's important that we pass that commitment down to the next generation. So I've been doing a lot of work, Marcus, in terms of getting resources into schools mm -hmm. and just letting younger Australians know about that service and about that sacrifice. And so that when the time comes, um, they will in turn be able to fulfil that sacred duty to remember. Yep, absolutely. Uh, and even despite a, a couple of recent hiccups with, uh, say, France in particular, Andrew, I mean, that's all fallen by the wayside on days like today. Uh, the French forever grateful uh, for the sacrifices that our diggers made, in particular in the First World War. Yeah, our bonds, our bonds are deep and strong and they will certainly outlast any current difficulties that we have. They're great friends of ours, the French. They're valued partners in the Indo-Pacific region. And we will get through this simply because we do have those bonds and our relationship will, will survive this. We want it to get back on track and I have no doubt that it will. All right. Andrew, thank you for coming on and, and sharing some important thoughts with us today on this very special day, the 11th of the 11th, Remembrance Day, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks, Marcus. And if folks want to, they can go online to thepoppyappeal.com.au. They yep. can buy a virtual poppy. Proceeds go to the RSL and also veterans. And you can also buy a poppy at Woolies today, and many RSLs will also be selling poppies in local communities. Absolutely. Um, grab a poppy. 
And, of course, at 11 o'clock, please stop, pause and reflect. Thank you, Andrew. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Marcus, and thank you for your support uh, for our veteran community. Well, it's, it's always much appreciated. The least that somebody like I can do, I appreciate it. Member for Clare in New South Wales, the Honourable Andrew GMP. Of course, Andrew is uh, the uh, Minister for Veterans Affairs. A very important day on the calendar, as we say. This Remembrance Day, however you choose to mark it, RSL is asking all Australians 